Welcome to Making Fit Work. I'm your host, Nina McGough, certified personal trainer and nutrition coach and busy mom of two. I'm committed to helping you get real results by sharing best practices and life hacks to staying consistent. I also regularly interview other busy professionals who have mastered the ability to juggle it all while staying the course with their health and fitness. Let's get started. Hey, you guys, I just want to take a pause real quick to drop a line about my favorite supplements, and that's my chocolate trim. It's essentially a combo of the liquid collagen that I absolutely love, plus CLA, which is a fatty acid proven to help with overall weight loss. I personally have been taking this product for over a year. Even my husband takes it. And I've noticed major improvements in my digestion, my energy level, and just less overall fluctuations in my body composition when I'm changing things in my diet, right? So anyway, if you're interested in trying it, which if you're not already taking a collagen supplement, I totally recommend that you do. Just head over onto the show notes and I will drop a link in there to my referral code so that you can get $10 off. And then shoot me a message. Let me know if you buy it. Let me know if you try it. I would love to hear how you feel. Hello and welcome to another episode of Making Fit Work. I'm your host, Nina McGough. I am so happy to have you with me again this week. I truly do appreciate your listening ears. Today, I wanted to talk about why you should avoid cheat meals. Okay, so bear with me on this one. I know cheat meals sound enticing, right? When you're on a diet that allows or encourages a cheat day or a cheat meal, I mean, that sounds great, right? Like it's definitely going to help you stay on track because you won't feel like you're missing out completely or like having a cheat meal gives you this like flexibility and I'm doing the little air quotes here in your diet, and that's going to help you mentally, right? Like if you know you've got that cheat meal coming up, you'll stay really on track and really strict throughout the entire week, right? So that's kind of how we wrap our minds around like, yes, I get this cheat meal. This is a great plan. This is going to be easier for me. And uh, no, nope, 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 nope. (laughs) If you ever feel inclined to sign up for a diet that has cheat days on there or encourages cheat days, I highly encourage you to walk away, okay? Walk away, especially if you're someone who has been on and off the diet roller coaster for a better part of your life. Having a cheat day is not helpful. And you're probably going, why the hell not? And here's why. Honestly, I am speaking from both personal and professional experience where I have literally never witnessed anybody have success with this concept of cheat days. With the exception of some fitness competitor friends who are extremely disciplined, right? Like this is how they live their lives. That is different. Unless that's you, chances are it's not. The idea of a cheat day typically doesn't do well. We all know that eating well is mentally harder than it is physically, right? This is like a mental game. We say it all the time, mindset over physical, mindset matters, all those sayings. And the cheat day mentality messes with that. 
it doesn't get you on the right track with thinking about your health and fitness and the way you eat your everyday diet as a lifestyle. And I'm going to give you an example. Have you ever had a cheap meal that has turned into a complete cheat day or maybe even a complete cheat weekend? You're either going, no, that's never happened to me or uh, yeah, like all the time. And that's exactly what I mean. I know it's happened to me, right? And then what ends up happening is when you let that snowball, when you let that one cheat day turn or cheat meal turn into a cheat day or a cheat day turn into a cheat weekend, you end up with this feeling of failure, right? Then you end up with this mentality of like, man, I can't even make this work. Like I have one you know, cheeseburger and then I'm off the rails eating whatever else is in sight, right? And I'll give you a personal example of when I realized that like this cheat day, cheat meal mentality did not work for me. I believe I was doing fitness competitions. I can't remember if it was my first go around at them or maybe the second time around, but earlier in the competition weeks were allowed a cheat meal, right? Not a cheat day, a cheat meal. And at the time, and I still do actually love a good breakfast. I love a good breakfast. So for me, I was like my cheat meal on Sunday morning or Saturday morning, we're going to go for breakfast. I'm going to have banana walnut pancakes. I love them so much. It's going to be delicious. I can't wait. So already, if you're with me on this, right, maybe you've had this mentality before where you're like looking forward to this cheat meal you can't wait. There's already a little bit of unhealthy like mindset around food going on there, right? Like if it's Monday, Tuesday, and you're already daydreaming about the pancakes you're going to freaking have on Sunday morning, like that is not a healthy balance, okay? Anyway, back to my personal example. So, you know, during this competition, obviously I'm super strict with my diet. I can't wait for this Sunday breakfast. We go, we have it. What happens? Immediately my tummy doesn't feel good, right? Like, hello, when you're eating super strict and then all of a sudden you're eating, you know, banana walnut pancakes, like your tummy doesn't feel good. And then it would throw me into a spiral for the rest of the day, right? Because then I just thought like, well, now it's Sunday morning. I literally just threw my whole day out the window with that breakfast. And then that meal would turn into a whole cheat day. And then I would feel this like disappointment in myself, right? Like, man, I can't even handle having a cheat meal and getting back on track, right? Because I started my day with the cheat meal. So then I reversed it and I would like, you know, I started, I was, I've always been pretty good at like paying attention to my body and the way it feels, or at least I should say I've gotten good at that as an adult and started to realize how much more that mattered. Then I started going, okay, I definitely can't handle this cheat meal on a weekend morning because it's making me spiral. So I'm going to have it now on a Friday night or a Saturday night because that's my last meal of the weekend. And then I get up the next day, I work out, right? That feels like much better. And to be honest, now that I'm saying it out loud, it's kind of the way I do it now too, right? Like Friday night tends to be the family like takeout night here in our house not because it's a cheat day, but just, you know, it's the end of the week. I don't feel like cooking anymore. My husband doesn't feel like cooking anymore. It's been a long week. We're all tired. It's movie night at our house on Friday nights. So we just 
end up ordering takeout on Fridays, typically, not all the time, but for the most part. However, the difference is, is that I am no longer calling that my cheat day or my cheat meal. It's just kind of what we do. It's just part of our lifestyle, right? Like, and that in and of itself is huge. When you take away the idea of this like scarcity that this cheat meal only comes around once a week, you can only have it on Sunday morning or you can only have it on Friday night or whatever it is. It is so freeing when you can take that away. Not to mention the word cheat, and I'm doing air quotes here, in and of itself is so negative. It is tied to this negative feeling that you're doing something wrong or doing something bad. You are cheating, right? And that's not sustainable. We don't want to have these negative feelings around food. The more you can separate yourself from labeling foods as good or as bad or as cheap meals or as healthy meals, the more you'll get more comfortable in your diet and feel overall more comfortable around food. Here's another reason that it doesn't work is the sustainability of it. Can you sustain always living off of one cheat meal a week, every single week for the rest of your life? If the answer is no, why do you want to start that way? right? It's got to be sustainable. So for example, what happens if your scheduled cheat meal is, let's say a Friday night. Okay. I'm going to go with my family Friday night example. And then friends call you up on a Sunday at the last minute and say, Hey, you know, uh, we're going to be grilling at the house today. Or why don't you come over for some Sunday football? We're going to be watching the Pats or the Bucks or whoever you cheer for now. What are you going to do? Like what happens when you're doing an impromptu friends day and all that's on the menu is like some pizza and wings and whatever, some desserts and chips and dips and things like that. Do you get stressed out? Are you now going to be like, ah, but I already had my cheat day. I don't want to go. Are you going to avoid social situations because of that? Are you going to get stressed around food? That's not healthy, right? Like that's not a healthy mindset to have either. And here's the thing, that stress itself, that like stress around food and what to do in social situations, it's not helping your metabolism, okay? The metabolism does not respond well to stress. And that doesn't just mean stress like having a bad day or not getting good sleep. That That's overall stress. So when you're diet is restrictive, your workouts are intense, and then you're worried about food when you're at a social situation or messing up your cheat day or turning your cheat meal into a cheat day, whatever it is, that's adding more stress to the metabolism. And that doesn't work. That's going to stall your progress, stall your results. So I guess my point is here is one, ditch the words ditch using that phrase cheat day because having pizza, wings, you know, burgers, whatever it is that you love to enjoy, banana walnut pancakes, which by the way, I don't even know when the last time I had those are, but whatever it is, 
those are not bad things, okay? You're not cheating on your diet. You're not cheating on yourself for having those things. That's a part of life. Those things are going to come up. So instead of having to schedule them, which I don't know about you, but that just sounds horrific, right? Having to plan that out all the time. Even that in itself is an added stress. Having to plan the cheat day. Are we going out with friends? Okay, that's going to be my cheat day. The kids want pancakes. Oh, I don't know. Maybe that should be my cheat meal this week. That in itself is stressful. It might not feel stressful at first when you're following this new diet plan that allows it. It might feel freeing, but over time, when you start to get relaxed and when you start to see results and you want to get back to feeling like you can make choices on the fly, it's going to get stressful, right? And that's the last thing we want. We don't want our eating habits to feel stressful for us, whether it's now or down the line. You want to get to a point where you can feel flexible with your diet, right? Like, okay, maybe you don't typically eat pizza and wings or whatever, but if you do, it's not going to throw you off course. You're not going to go off the rails. You're not going to crave all of the junk afterwards because if that's what your body is doing after a cheat day, then you need to relook at your diet and just your overall lifestyle. So what we want to do is get rid of that word, get rid of that word cheat day, cheat meal, that phrase, because that is leaving you with negative feelings about your food. And you want to find something that feels more sustainable. What I've noticed is taking away that phrase that it's a cheat day or a cheat meal actually means it comes up less, or maybe it doesn't even come up less, but you just don't notice it. It doesn't have as big of an impact on the way you feel and on your body because you're not assigning it anything. You're not adding any pressure to it, right? I don't know if that's sitting with you guys, if it's settling, if it's making sense, if it's resonating with you. I would actually love to hear your feedback on this. Once you listen to this episode, let me know how you feel. Does this make sense to you? Do you typically honor a cheat day for yourself? Do you allow that in your diet? I personally find that when people can stop using those negative terms and just get flexible with the way they eat and social situations, that they feel so much more free around their nutrition choices that the results just end up coming, right? It doesn't feel like so much work. They're never worried about derailing themselves. So I'd love to hear your feedback on this episode. That is all I have for today. As always, I appreciate you checking in with me. I would love your suggestions. Hit me up in the group. Shoot me a DM on social, whatever feels good. Talk soon. All right, you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Making Fit Work. If you did, it would mean so much to me if you took a minute to rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. It really does make a difference and would be super helpful to me. Also, if you have any topic suggestions, if there's something in particular you'd love for me to address on this podcast, feel free to shoot me a message. I would absolutely love to hear from you. You can shoot me a DM on Facebook or Instagram and find me at fitwith underscore Nina. Again, you can find me at fitwith underscore Nina, or you can join my private community on Facebook called Making Fit Work and drop topic suggestions in there. Until next time, my friends, be strong, be healthy, be happy.